If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Today on Soundtrack Alley Spotlight, I've got special guest Danielle D. Nicola, and she's a cosplayer. And I'll interview her about her career in cosplaying, what she uses, and why, and the fun we'll have along the way. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. And the show starts now. And I'm on here with Danielle De Nicola, and she is a professional cosplayer, and she does several other things. Um, Danielle, it's good to have you on my show. Thank you for having me. So, Danielle, how did you begin with cosplaying, and why do you do it? Um, I actually um, was peer pressured by one of my best friends, Momo. She um told me for a long time that I should cosplay with her and I just kept putting it off because I was really shy in college especially um in the beginning towards the beginning um where when she uh wanted me to cosplay with her I really was was nervous so she essentially made me a costume um told me that I had to wear it or else and uh forced me to the con and I absolutely just fell in love after that so it just um has gone downhill from there (laughs) and the reason why i still do it is because i um it's definitely contributed positively to my ability um to socialize i was really shy like i said in the beginning in the first few years it was really tough and then um especially um attending cons and uh guesting at cons where you have a table and um, people come up and talk to you. You, It's a lot of one-on-one conversation and it's definitely um, broken me out of my shell and given me um, confidence socially that I didn't have before. So that's um, one of the reasons why I love it so much and keep doing it. That's really awesome. So just out of curiosity, what was that first costume? 
It was launch from Dragon Ball Z. She, uh, or Dragon Ball, um, uh, mostly. I know she appears one or two times in Dragon Ball Z, but um, she made me the blonde launch, and she made herself the blue-haired launch, and then we walked around together as as both of them. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That's really cool. So what attracted you to the medium? Um, I really like crafts and being creative. My major in college was creative advertising. So um, being creative has been a part of my life for a long time. I spent a long time in, in photography classes. I um, did, I still do graphic design. Um, so it was just another creative outlet. Um, the coolest part though about cosplay was that you were actually performing um, with the art. So like, whereas you would make um, a like graphic on Facebook or something to do with graphic design or like paint a painting, um, that would just be um, put out into the world on its own. Whereas cosplay, you're actually wearing the art, which is like really, really cool to me. It's, it's new and it's exciting. Cool, cool. So uh, who has been your greatest influence for cosplay and why? Um, I feel like I have a few uh, different um, people that have influenced me in different ways. Um, definitely uh, one of the greatest influences is obviously going to be Jessica Negri. She, um, to me, is, is an inspiration in her personality. I've, I've seen her guests at conventions before and her energy levels are incredible. Then just the way that she um, just lights up whatever space that she's in is really inspiring to me um, to always be positive in everything that I do. Um, especially, I mean, her, her work with Warbla also is, is incredible. Warbla is my uh, weapon of choice when it comes to cosplay, if you will. And um, she's a really good craft. She's, her craftsmanship is insane. Um, she's also not afraid of her sexuality and her body, which I definitely appreciate and um, has given me the confidence to do um, not only armor work, but also a lot of uh, modeling as well. And another uh, couple people who fall into that same category is uh, Danielle Ballou. Um, she's a great inspiration for me. She was actually one of the first cosplayers that I ever saw because I was, uh, so into League of Legends. Um, I spent far too long playing League of Legends during my life. <laughs> and, uh, and one of the first cosplayers I've ever seen was Danielle and she was so good. She's so good. It's actually incredible how good she is. She's she can make the most intricate cosplays in less than three weeks, which is insane to me. And, um, I mean, she even built a horse. <laughs> she built an arcade hecarim that you could actually get on and ride. Wow. It was, it was, inc it's incredible. Some of the things that she's done. Um, and I really look to her for, um, inspiration as far as builds. Um, if I want to push myself, I definitely, um, look to her for inspiration and motivation to get better and learn new things. I mean, I could go on forever. <laughs> I think Jenna uh, Miauri, Jenna Lynn Miauri is an absolutely incredible inspiration as far as girl power. 
goes um, and being comfortable with your body. I, I mean, I could go on forever. I love so many people in this community. I'm going to stop there, but I, right. I have a lot of people who, um, who influence me positively. That's really good, though, because when you're doing a craft, you want to be able to have some uh, ro- good role models to be able to look to, to say, yeah, I can ask these people for advice, and they can tell me that you're doing great, and you're doing this right on, and uh, it, it's really amazing how you can uh, get that accomplished. So, um one of the things you talked about is uh, the material Warbla. Uh, mm-hmm. What exactly is Warbla? Um, warbla is something I learned about specifically for cosplay. I don't think I would have ever known about it um, without it. But it's a thermoplastic. <clears throat> so it's a plastic material. It's hard um, to the touch. But when heated, um, it becomes malleable and uh, formable and and sort of like Play-Doh, but it comes in sheets. So if you cut out a piece of the sheet and you heat it up, it becomes um, bendable. And you can either form that around foam, which is what a lot of people do to make armor, um, or you can just use it to sculpt pieces out of. And and if you heat a bunch of it, it does become like Play-Doh. You can kind of roll it around into like a little ball, a little clay ball. Um, and you can make, uh, you can sculpt pieces out of that as well. So it's kind of um, like a do-all, end-all type of material where you can sort of do anything with it. That's really um, cool. Yeah, I I learned um, a lot about it because of uh, using it over foam. That's generally how I build most of my armor. Nice, nice. Now, do you do any sewing to go along with those costumes? Yes. Um, sewing to me is the bane of my existence. So if I can not sew, I will not sew. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm way more um, excited about armor pieces. And sewing to me is very tedious. So if I can outsource that, I will. But I, I can sew um, things, not complicated things, but um, I can sew like... Um, the easier, um, less intricate um, pieces like, uh, you know, gloves or um, boot covers, uh, very easy skirts. Like uh, I sewed my bodysuit for Miss Marvel. Oh, okay. Um, and that's probably where my talents stop. <laughs> I, when it starts to when it starts to become a little bit more intricate, I would rather. Uh, give my resources in this case money to uh, cosplayers who are very good at that and need work nice it's just another way to support people in the community that's really cool too that that even if you're i mean not to say that you aren't good at it but you know that if there's more complicated things that you can accomplish for your own costume you can be able to uh, source it out to others that can help you out, but also it gives them work. Absolutely, yeah. So Especially that's... if those people enjoy sewing, they can sew all they want to, and I don't have to. It's the perfect, uh, the perfect combination. Yeah, that's that's really fantastic. Um, so, what is your favorite cosplay and why? 
Um, my favorite cosplay so far that I've done is Jaina Proudmore from World of Warcraft. I did her World of Warcraft outfit um, as opposed to the Heroes of the Storm because I liked the skirt better uh, than the pants. But Jaina is, in my opinion, uh, one of the most notable characters of Blizzard in general, and Blizzard has my heart in every way. I've spent mm -hmm. far too much money on Hearthstone, far too much money on World of Warcraft. I still have $14.99 coming out of my account every month, um, even though I don't even play anymore. I just um, have spent like the longest playing Blizzard games in any games, and I was really excited to go to BlizzCon this year, so um, I decided to make Jaina um, and sort of pay tribute to Blizzard as a whole. And the coolest part about Jaina, as opposed to any other cosplay that I've made so far, is that it is a combination of skills. So I, um, I sewed the side pieces, the purple pieces that come down um, on the skirt, I did all of the gold embellishments, all of the um, runic inscriptions on the fabric. I did um, the vest, the purple vest I attempted to sew. I, I think I did my best. <laughs> and um, the, um, all of the armor is all handmade as well. Um, so it incorporated um, armor building, it incorporated sewing, it incorporated uh, wig styling because... I had to style that wig and, and put the blonde um, uh, streak in the front. Nice. Um, and I just, I really loved how all of it came out. I think because I uh, did the entire thing on Twitch, I was uh, slowing myself down um, in order to keep up with chat and, uh, and interact with people and answer questions. Um, and I think that that positively impacted the build because I wasn't, cutting corners and rushing. I was slowing down and taking my time. And I think that allowed me to really do it in, in a way that made um, the build looks like really polished and really nice. So I think that costume is my favorite because the end result was, I, I think it's the only costume I've ever built that I was just purely happy with and didn't want to change anything about. That's really great. So when you went to BlizzCon, was that your first time ever going? Uh, no, it was actually my second time going to BlizzCon. And I, um, the first time, I was so overwhelmed. Um, and I was really excited to be there. And I, I was rushing. I did, I did the opposite of what I did with Jaina. And I rushed two costumes as fast as I could. I did a gender bend Genji. Um, that I hope all pictures have been erased off the internet from because I thoroughly despise that costume. <laughs> and um, a tracer that was okay. I think I could do much better with more time. So this and so this year I learned from my mistakes and I um, wanted to put all of my time and energy into just one costume um, and then spend the second day enjoying the con. And that's what I did. So I, I definitely enjoyed my time this year than last year. That's really good. So um, here's a question. How do you react to fans of your cosplay? How do I react? Um, mm -hmm. Positively. I really enjoy um, 
that's the best part about the internet is the um, feedback you get on costumes. So if I, and sharing your work with others. So if I post a photo, like I just finished a gender bend Todoroki. And when I posted the photo and I got so many positive reactions, it made me so happy um, just to see how many people liked it. And um, it definitely made me enjoy it. That's the best part about cosplay is um, celebrating with others. So I think uh, fans of my, I mean, I'm humbled and I appreciate all everybody who enjoys my work and wants to stick around and support me in any way, um, whether that be a like or a comment or more. I really appreciate everyone. That's really cool. So if you had a dream cosplay from, say, the past or the present, what would it be and why? Oh, um, I think my dream cosplay of all cosplays is probably um, the Zerg version of Sarah Kerrigan. Um, I think because that incorporates everything that I have not learned how to do yet. Mm. <laughs> um, and that that's uh, sculpting and um, latex and wings. So um, that's that's sometime in the future, maybe that can happen but i think that's the one that i would want to do eventually as an end goal (laughs) that's cool that's really nice uh so what conventions do you excuse me what conventions do you normally attend and which ones do you want to attend in the future um I attend, um, I try every year to go to at least one in California. I'm local to Florida, so that is the furthest distance to travel in the United States. Um, And that generally ends up being BlizzCon. I um, am a big fan of BlizzCon, but I I also like Anime Expo. Um, The con, my favorite con of all time is Colossal Con, which is in Sandusky, Ohio. Oh, wow. And it's just a big water park. And it's in the middle of nowhere, and it's a giant resort with nothing on the, surrounded by uh, nothing on all sides. <laughs> and it's really, really, really great because you go to the pool and the water park during the day in like bathing suit costumes, which is just fun. I just like the the ways to um, flex your creativity muscle, um, for lack of a better word. And um, that's a really cool way to do it, like a bathing suit version of a character. Um, that's why I like gender bends so much because I like to take a character and uh, create something new with it, make it my own in any particular way. So the bathing suit part is really cool. And then at the end of the day, uh, during golden hour, when the sun starts setting, everybody takes their um, really pretty uh, regal or like armor armor build costumes out into this big field that's in the back of the con mm-hmm. and it, it looks generically at like any field from like video games where the the hero is uh, like walking on the trail on the way to the mission you know like, oh yeah yeah uh, yeah and like all animes have it all have it and that field is so perfect for every um every character that does that and travels often so i um it's it's a really cool con because it incorporates the bathing suit costumes and then like the really cool uh regal like bigger armor builds um that everybody takes out to those fields afterward and it's just a really 
chill con. Nobody like has any real obligations. It's just to go and hang out and have a good time. Um, so Colossal Con every year, BlizzCon every year, and Akatsu Con every year, um, just to um, see everyone that I know and have made friends with along the way. Akatsu Con is all about cosplay, so everyone brings their A-game to Akatsu Con. It's a, it's a fun time. That's really nice. So you talk a lot about anime, so I was wondering, what are your three top animes? Ooh, um, I think my, ooh, I, I, I don't <laughs> know an order, but I okay. definitely want to put Attack on Titan in there. I, I haven't seen, um, too, too many animes, but, um, I, I definitely want to put Attack on Titan in there. I, if Dragon Ball Z counts, some people count it as an anime and some people count it as a cartoon. Oh. So I'm not, I'm not quite sure where that one falls. Um, but if, if it doesn't count as an anime, um, I would definitely take Danganronpa okay. and, um, and Death Note because Death Note is, um, the first anime that I watched to get into all the others. It was my gateway drug. So I have to put Death Note in there. Nice. Well, I mean, for myself, I would probably pick Outlaw Star, Gurren Lagann, and mm-hmm. my current favorite is uh, Kill la Kill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I, it is, yeah. Uh, I have, I, I'm really enjoying uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And if I, whenever I finish it, I'm sure that's where it'll take a spot in, in the top three. But um, I'm not done with it yet, so it's nice. pending. Nice. Well, that it's always it's always fun to be able to connect even... Uh, for what animes you can actually enjoy and be like, yeah, I like that character, or yeah, I, mm-hmm. I don't know about that character. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's neat to be able to connect with different ones. So uh, the next question I have for you is, what future projects do you have in the works that you can tell me about? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been planning a Karibo costume for a really long time, um, and that, all of the materials have been sitting on my floor in my craft room for months, so I, I'm, if you've ever seen the Poro costumes, that's what I'm basing it around, so, um, Karibo is one, and then, um, the project i just finished todoroki a gender bend todoroki from my hero academia but i uh, for the second day of KatsuCon, i'm planning a gender bend cane from league of legends nice so that, those are the next two i think that i'll be i'll be working on and then um i also am am planning a lust from full metal alchemist Nice, nice. That's that's a really interesting costume that she has. I uh-huh. mean, because I was watching just the first part of it, Full Metal Alchemist, and that's a really interesting costume that she has, and uh, it mm-hmm. it flows really weird. Like, I mean, like she has almost like fingers that reach out, and mm-hmm. uh, it's really cool, actually. <laughs> so yeah, I'm. I got. Um... 
they're like party city monster nails um that are are plastic and and pretty cheap that i'm gonna build the fingers around and have them um come out like fairly fairly far like almost maybe probably seven or eight inches and and i'm gonna have them removable like rings is the plan nice well i can't wait to see that costume that'll be looking really awesome so one last question for you where can people find you um well i am all over the internet in multiple forms so on facebook instagram and twitter you can search danielle dinicola my my instagram and my facebook handle is at danielle dinicola my Twitter handle cannot be at Danielle DiNicola because my name is one character too long for Twitter. So it is (laughs) instead Danielle uh, GGWP because, like I said, I was very obsessed with League of Legends. Um, I am on Twitch, uh, streaming cosplay builds, and just kind of uh, hanging out on uh, Danielle underscore Dinicola. Um, Danielle Dinicola was taken. <laughs> and then um, I have a print store and a Patreon for uh, people who want prints and other rewards. Um, that's uh, DanielleDinicola.StoreMV.com and then Patreon.com slash Danielle Dinicola. Well, that's... So essentially, just search Danielle Dinicola. <laughs> Look at the first page of Google and then I'm there. Yeah, yeah. So you're a lot of places. Um <laughs> Yeah, well, I I want to thank you, Danielle, for taking the time to um, to be interviewed. Uh, this interview may not go up for a little bit. Uh, I, I'm still trying to develop it as um, getting it as a podcast, and I, I want to try to. I'll be going to Planet Comic Con here soon. Uh, to where I can actually interview three other cosplayers that I've been wanting to interview. So, yeah, I'll be uh, interviewing um, April Gloria, um, Oh My Sophie. Oh, wait, I've got four of them. Chelsea Cosplay and um, Abby Darkstar. Awesome. At least that's the plan. I can personally vouch for April Gloria. I I don't know it, but uh, April Gloria is a great, awesome human. <laughs> yeah, she's really cool. I got to meet her at O Comic Con one year, so um, she was really nice. And her and her husband work on cosplay and different things, and um, that mm-hmm. was that was a really a treat to meet her. And then the following year, I got to meet Oh My Sophie and. Uh, she was really cool, and and I've never met uh, Abby Darkstar and um, Chelsea Cosplay, but I'm hoping that <laughs> they they give me the time of day to be able to interview them. So, <laughs> so well, I know uh, that your schedule is busy because it's it's six thirty there, and I'm sure you have to get your food sometime. So I was gonna say it is dinner time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm cooking. All right. Well, you have a good night, Danielle, and I'll see you again on on Twitch at some time. Yeah, thank you for for being around for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, and if you would like, I could send you the audio when I've um, cleaned it up a little bit. Awesome. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you later. Yeah, thanks. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to Soundtrack Alley Spotlight. I hope you've enjoyed it, and if you're on iTunes, please rate and review the show. It really helps Soundtrack Alley Spotlight get noticed. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Soundtrack Alley Spotlight. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the show. Also, if you want to leave a comment, question, or concern, please email me at soundtrackalley at gmail.com and enjoy looking at my blog at soundtrackalley.com.